Hello and welcome back or welcome for the first time if you are a new listener to the Team Wishes podcast. I am coming to you live from spring break vacation with my kids, but I really wanted to shine some light on this topic because I think a lot of times, um, especially as brands or, you know, artists that have been in the industry for a long time, business owners that are quote successful or well-established, we tend to only talk about our triumphs. We tend to only try to teach people um, what to do and in the, in the moment, like sometimes we can forget about all of the mistakes that we made when we first started. And this might not be the case for you. This might not be the case for everybody, but I definitely notice that a lot of people like to just talk about what they did right. And not a lot of people talk about what major mistakes they made. I know I used to have a series on my Instagram where I used to highlight my weekly failures, my weekly mess ups. And that was really popular. I think people loved hearing about how imperfect I am and how I make the same mistakes they'd make or maybe worse mistakes than they make. Um, So I wanted to kind of bring that back a little bit and just talk about some of a little bit more specific though. I want to talk about one of the biggest mistakes that I made early on in my career uh, when I first started doing, honestly, every service that I've ever done, to be completely honest. And I want to not only tell you what that big giant mistake was, but also get you to understand why it was a mistake. And hopefully it can help you prevent from that same mistake and all the headaches and all the um just all the obstacles that I had to overcome in order to kind of repair my company. Obviously, you know, I I did it, I made it. And it's also a sign to show you that even if you are making the same mistake, or even if you um, feel like you might be making a mistake and you took a step in the wrong direction early on in your uh, business, it's okay. You can totally overcome it. You can totally restructure your business and, you know, whether it means rebranding yourself or just, um, you know, working through things with your current customers, whatever it is that you have to do, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. But, um, yeah, so the big mistake, first of all, I want to preface this by telling you that, um, I am not just a lash artist, not just a lash trainer or a lash supplier. We, I do all of those things, but I also teach people in my online coaching program, how to, Um, look at their business from the inside out. Most people only look at it from the outside in. They look at it via reputation, social media, followers, how much money they're making. Not a lot of people understand the inner workings of a business and that is really where everything is because the core of your business is what's gonna um, make your business sustainable. And I teach people about marketing, sales, and how to advertise themselves in ways that are sustainable and repeatable. So I wanna preface what I'm about to tell you in a few minutes, (laughs) um, that I have taken countless trainings. I've worked with so many different coaches, mentors, business um, gurus who have helped me understand this mistake that I made and how it affected me. So this is not just coming from my personal experience. 
I will share some of my personal experience with you, but I'm actually coming from a logical, a um, scientific standpoint. So if somebody else has told you something different, they're not lying to you. Maybe they're probably not lying to you though. They're probably coming from a good place. But if someone disagrees with what I'm saying, it doesn't make them wrong. It just means that they have different experiences than I do. And I don't just base my uh, business advice off of my experiences only. I base it off of science and logic. So now you're probably sick of me talking already. You're like, tell me the big damn mistake that you made. So the biggest freaking mistake that I made, I made a lot of them, by the way, a lot. Go down my IGTV reel um, feed and you will find some videos where I talk about some of the mistakes that I've made. But the biggest mistake that I ever made early on in my beauty career, starting my business, was establishing myself as somebody who was the affordable option for whatever service it was. Uh, mind you, I've been in the industry about 10 years. I started out in makeup, trans transformed my business into doing eyebrows, and then eventually ended up in the lash industry. Every single service that I ever offered when I first started offering it, I marketed myself as the affordable artist that was for the stay at home or underprivileged mom and um, made my services so accommodating, like as far as timing and all of the things you can think of um, in order to attract people who normally wouldn't feel like they could afford these quote luxury services. And I gave it to them at an, at a rate that I mean, literally somebody living off of welfare could afford. And my idea was, I came from a good place. First of all, I wanted to get my hands on as many people as I could. And my thought process at the time was the cheaper I am, the more attainable my services will be for more people, which means I'll be busier, which means I will make money thanks to volume. And not only that, but a word would get out that I was so affordable and so amazing and so skilled and talented that I would get really good really fast. And that was my idea. And I'm, you know, pretty giving as a person naturally. If you ever bought lash supplies from me, um, I tend to give little freebies. If you've ever taken a class from me, I tend to add more and more and more in my kits and, and all that. So being a giver is definitely my nature. But um, so it all came from a good place. But at the end of the day, putting myself at so low was actually probably the very thing that has stunted my growth more than anything. Um, I've had a lot of things happen. I've had surgeries, I've had a car accident. I've had um, situations where I you know, had bad, bad feedback. I mean, I've had every type of little mistake that you can think of, but none of those have held me back as much as setting myself up as the affordable um, artist. And the reason why it's such a big you know, why it held me back so much was because in order to get um, the respect and, and the, I guess that's the main word, the respect from my, in my community and from my clients, it's really hard to do when you charge so little. It's a lot easier when you are in a higher price range. People tend to respect things more when they pay more for them. Most people who buy Range Rovers and Mercedes-Benzes to, to take very good care of them. They get their oil changes frequently. They get 
there's cars washed and detailed. They put the premium gas in them, right? To keep them running as well as possible. Whereas people who get a hand-me-down free old, you know, 20-year-old Honda Accord that already has 120,000 miles on it and they get that car for free as a hand-me-down, um, typically they're not usually taking care of it as well. You know, it's beat up. They don't, they skip oil changes. They're putting cheap gas. They're going as far in between um, car washes as they possibly can. They get excited when the rain comes and washes their car for free. Um, it, they just tend not to appreciate it as much. And that was something that I knew at a certain point was happening to me where people weren't taking care of their lashes or they weren't taking care of their makeup um, for their bridal event. They were rubbing their face and um, same thing with eyebrows. You know, they would go home and when they couldn't afford to come back for a brow appointment, even though I was so cheap, they would shave them in between and they just weren't following all the aftercare and all of those things that they need to be doing in order to get the longevity and the most out of their appointments with me. And I had even people telling me at a certain point, like, you know, you're so good. You should, you should totally charge more. I mean, the people who were paying me and reaching into their wallet were literally telling me in that moment, you should really consider charging more. I would, I used to pay someone way more and I got way less from them. So I definitely realized it at a certain point, but when you're charging, for example, at one point I was charging like, I want to say $45 for um, a lash lift and I realized I needed to charge more but and I kind of looked around and most people were charging about $80, $90 for a lash lift um, and I knew I needed to charge more but like how do you suddenly start charging double right and not lose all your clientele um, how do I even justify that I'm going to be charging that much more there were so many questions that I had and not only that but like because I had been charging so little for so long I almost even convinced myself that I wasn't worth $100 for a lash lift, that, that the service itself wasn't really even worth that much. And because I lacked that confidence due to undercharging for so long and having my clients not follow the aftercare, which in turn resulted in poor results, um, meaning like their lashes were not as healthy or they were plucking them, picking them, so they had gaps, like those kind of things, even though... I knew they weren't following the aftercare. I still kind of blamed myself somehow, some weird way I blamed myself. And in turn, that all, like I really realized that all, that all resulted from just undercharging. When you charge what you truly feel you deserve and you charge an amount that makes you happy to do a service, you're gonna give the best possible experience. And I just probably wasn't doing that but I was like, eh, whatever, they're only paying this much. Or, you know, there were so many reasons why charging under, undercharging for my services was just killing me, um, my reputation, as well as killing me internally. You know, because I wasn't profiting as much as um, I should have been or, or I could have been. Um, there was even like financial issues that I was facing, you know, struggling to keep up with my inventory. Like I knew that I had, you know, 10 full sets this month, which means I'm going to need X amount of lash trays and I need X amount of glue and tape. But I was stretching it in between, like hoping for a tip, hoping to make a little more. Um, and sometimes I would run out of glue and like I'd literally have to drive an hour to 
sometimes an hour and a half, depending on traffic, to go and get a bottle of glue because that were at the time that was where the nearest um, lash supply store was. And now, now we've created a store, which is great. But at the time, I'd have to drive all the way to LA to go and get glue because I just didn't have the money. It's not like, or I, or by the time I had the money, shipping and handling would take you know five to seven business days, and I couldn't afford to get overnight shipping, which is an additional thirty dollars on top of the already seventy dollar adhesive. So it just made more sense for me to wait until I got that money. And then unfortunately, I'd have to schedule my appointments in the afternoon so that I could wake up first thing in the morning, take my baby with me to L.A. and drive back. And my point is that if I had been charging the amount that I deserved and I wanted, I would have been able to provide a more relaxed environment for myself. Right. I would have back stock. I'd have an extra glue just in case something happened. I'd have extra tweezers, extra lashes. But because I was undercharging, because I lacked that confidence, um, it just really ripple affected into so many more things. And then now I have money problems that, I, you know, I'm not necessarily homeless pro- that deep, but I mean, the fact that I wasn't racking in as much money as I was working for, you know, that created problems in my marriage. You know, I was tired and I was trying to squeeze in clients just to make that extra, you know, 60 bucks or whatever I was charging at the time. And my husband and I would have disagreements because he was the breadwinner. He made more money than I did. And it's not so much that he didn't respect my work. It was more that, you know, my my business at the time wasn't really bringing in a lot of money. So he felt that his business was priority. And that was very frustrating. But again, had I not established myself as that, I wouldn't have gotten stuck there. Now, I know there's probably somebody out there saying, but my trainer or my uncle who owned some whatever business told me that you need to do free work and you need to be super cheap at first to get your hands wet and you need to, you know, get good. You're never going to get good charging full price right off the bat. And there's definitely some validity to that. I'm not um, arguing that, you know, getting your hands on as many people as possible is a bad idea. I'm not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that establishing yourself and developing a reputation of being affordable and having your prices on your Instagram, that's a big mistake. If you guys are listening to this right now, if you've gotten this far in the episode and you have your prices on your Instagram, that's a big mistake. I'm telling you right now, you are missing out on so much business by putting all your business out right on your Instagram. You, especially if you're just starting out, when you're just starting out, you want to know who's interested in getting services with you. You want to make sure that the people are invested in getting a service with you. And if the people are just price shopping and they see your price, they're going to compare it and they're going to forget about you. But if they send you a DM or an email or text or however it is that you ask them to contact you, you're going to be able to under, you're going to be able to know and have a better idea of how many people are even interested and then you can nurture those relationships over time and get them as a client as later that's just one major tip i can give you um but the other one is just having your you have to understand that people go to those and they screenshot them right they don't know that if this price is only for now right they know this is your price so if your price says $75 for a full set and maybe they're not necessarily ready to book now, but they know they have a wedding in six months, so they're kind of doing their research ahead of time. Some people do that, guys. A lot of people, especially women, do that. They do their research, and they come back later. So if in six months from now, you've changed your prices, 
they might not know that and they might book with you not even thinking about it, not even looking at your prices, just text you and be like, hey, I want to set up an appointment for this date six months later. You never discuss the price with them and they show up thinking that you're still 75, but little do they know you've raised your prices and you charge 80, not 80, not 80 or $90, right? So that's one of the big mistakes that people make. Um, not only you know, charging too little, but then letting people know and marketing themselves as this is our prices. Now, there are ways around that, of course. You can let people know that for a limited time, I'll be doing sets for this much, right? That's a much better marketing tactic when it comes to, you know, doing discounted sets, but an even better one, and I'm gonna give you the answer, meaning what do I wish, how could I have done it different? Um, if you're just starting out and you are struggling to get people to pay a certain price, um, the best thing you can do is, yes, work for a little bit less, but don't advertise it. I always see people posting on Instagram stories because they are desperate to get their, you know, to use their tweezers or do whatever the, the skill is that they want to excel in. I always see people go on their stories and say, hey, I really wanna do a set like this. They'll post like an inspo pic from someone else's work and be like, um, model price half off. I'm willing to do you for $40 or whatever it is, free, free price if you just let me take pictures. Like, again, posting that to your story and advertising, that's a key word here, guys, advertising. You're, that you are willing to work for less than what your prices are on your booking website or on your website or whatever it is. Advertising that to the public is one of the biggest mistakes that you can make. Now, working for free is not a big mistake. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is advertising it to people because that is how you're going to be known. You might not get a lot of bookings per week, but you are getting link clicks. You are getting web people looking at your website. You are getting people uh, looking at your page, looking at your work and looking through your highlights and seeing how much you charge and stuff like that. I guarantee you there are people that are interested in your service. They're just waiting or they're just saving or they're just researching or they're just building up the courage to book the appointment. I mean, there's so many reasons why somebody hasn't booked with you, but is interested. Okay. So having your prices set at a fair market rate, meaning not too expensive, but pretty close to industry standard is going to be your best bet. And then in the event that you are interested in doing a certain set, or you just really want to get some good pictures for your social platform or for your website, reach out to somebody intentionally, intentionally reach out to somebody who, um, maybe has the perfect eye shape or face shape or eye color or whatever it is that you want to, you know, want to highlight. If you want to do a cat eye, then you want to find someone whose eyes maybe really round eyes. That's going to, the cat eye is going to compliment your, you know, the cat eye is going to compliment your client. Amazingly. You get it. If you don't want to post, Hey, I want to do this cat eye set. And then, have somebody who has super small, thin, elongated eyes. That's not going to flatter them very well, but you just posted to your Instagram, you know, 50% off because I want to do this cat eye set. And this person doesn't know they were just price shopping. They don't actually care what you're going to do on them, 
but you're gonna, they're gonna show up and you're gonna do this cat eye set and it's not gonna be flattering to them. It's gonna drag down their eye. It's gonna make their, their eyes look even more separated, which is gonna actually make them look less flattered. They're not gonna be happy. They're never gonna come back to you to pay for a set. And they're, none of their friends are gonna like it because it's not flattering on them. They might not understand the science behind why, but they're gonna be like, ew, that doesn't look good on you. And they're never gonna, now you've just ruined your reputation. Why? To do a $50 set, to get 50 bucks? Like, you, do you get where I'm, do you get, do you, are you picking up what I'm putting down? You need to be intentional. Find somebody who's active on social media or very active in social, like has a very active social life and figure out a set that would be very flattering on them and then take a shit ton of pictures. Like, do their makeup or do whatever you can to make those sets look as good. And you can work it out between them. Pro tip guys, pro tip. I'm gonna end this really quickly. But pro tip, don't tell them in advance that you were interested in doing a, a discounted set. Don't tell them that this was your plan all along. Tell them that you specifically wanna do their lashes because of whatever reason. Maybe they, maybe they did something nice for your mom. Maybe they are a social worker and you just wanna highlight them. I don't know. Whatever it is, find something about them that you paid attention to. Make them feel seen, make them feel special and appreciated. And do the set for them or do whatever it is that you wanna do for them at the discounted rate or for free or however you wanna do it. And let them know that this is only for them. Make them feel special. Make, like I said, make them feel valued so that they in turn feel grateful and they want to tell everyone and they, but make sure you tell them, this is something I always used to do when I would do these intentional um, promos. I would tell them, but don't tell anyone that I discounted it because I never discount my prices. I never do promos. I never um, do, you know, advertise discounted sets. This was just something I wanted to do for you. And um, this is between us, okay? It makes them feel so special. It makes them feel so um, just unique and one of a kind. Like, oh my God, just for me. And they won't tell anyone because they feel special and they don't want to, you know, disrespect you or lose your trust. Probably one of the best things that I ever did for my business was that. I mean, it's better than influencer marketing. It's better than giving free sets away for someone with a lot of followers. It's not about a lot of followers, guys. Doing a set on someone who has 20,000 followers is not necessarily gonna get you more business than doing a set for someone who um, is just gonna be your biggest fan and it's gonna tell everyone about how amazing you are and how amazing you made them feel. They're gonna wear that set with so much pride and it's gonna get you way more business, I promise you. This is probably the most valuable episode that I've ever done. Um, if you made it this far, I hope that you took notes. I hope that you implement this and please, 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 if you find it in your heart and you found value in this and you're going to try this out, screenshot this episode, share it to your story and tag me because I want to know who this helped. I really, really, really wish somebody would have um, told me not to undercharge and not to advertise myself as the affordable or the cheap lash artist. It's just not sustainable. It was so hard to raise my prices, you guys. Now, if let's say you're already there, let's say you're already at that point and everyone knows you, you're the $50 lash artist or the $100 brow tech or whatever it is that you do, and you're like trying to figure out how the hell do I come out of this rut? How do I rebrand myself? How do I restructure my business and get people to respect me more? How do I get people to pay more and you know find clients that are gonna appreciate my time and value me and my craft? If that's you, 
I have the solution for you, you guys. Like I said, I do virtual business coaching and I am going to be hosting a seminar on pricing and raising your prices very soon. If you are interested in that, I'm going to have you click the link in the description box to get added on to this special waiting list because I have a list that's specifically for people who are interested in learning just that. And I would love to have you. This webinar is going to be completely free and I am excited to help you get out of that rut because I remembered it was like, and nobody helped me. I had to do it. I trial and error, fail after fail after fail. I want to teach you how to market your business better, how to establish yourself with the reputation of somebody who is luxury, high quality, somebody that people are willing to pay high ticket price items for and be glad to do it and take care of their investment. If you want to be seen as the Range Rover, Mercedes, lash artist or brow artist or makeup artist, and you no longer want to be the hand-me-down Honda uh, stylist, I have a webinar just for you. It's completely free. It's going to come with a free workbook that's going to help you create your plan to raise your prices. And I look forward to seeing you guys there. So like I said, click the link in the description box and I hope to see you soon. Bye guys.